The Green Party was founded by Christopher Fetz in 1981 and was first known as the Ecology Party of Ireland, before changing its name to the Green Alliance in 1983 and then to the Green Party in 1987. The Green Party operates in both the north and south of the island. While pertaining to the four pillars of Green politics, the Green Party would be considered a centre-left to left-wing party. The Green Party in recent years has had a large fluctuation of results with the electorate, with them losing all six of their Dáil Éireann seats in 2011, following their coalition with Fianna Fáil in 2007, to them now having a total of 12 seats in Dáil Éireann, two seats in Shannad Éireann, two seats in the Northern Irish Assembly, two seats in European Parliament, and a total of 57 seats at local government level throughout the island of Ireland. I sat down with a member of both the Green Party and the Young Greens, Evan Pereira, to ask why he got involved in politics and decided to join the Green Party. Thanks a million for sitting down with me anyways, Evan. Um, first, first question for yourself in regards to politics, what initially sparked your interest in politics? Uh, it was back in 2015. I remember I was still in primary school at the time, but I uh, went to my local youth cafe and they were actually giving out these pins, uh, if you can see up there belong to, yes, parents and young people from marriage equality. I remember I took one and I brought it home and I kind of like looked it up and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, you know, two men or two women that love each other, why shouldn't they be able to get married? And uh, this was kind of before I realized I was uh, bisexual. So, you know, that, you know, it, that was kind of what got me interested originally. And I've always had an interest in history as well. and know issues like World War Two and Cold mm -hmm. War so you know kind of looking back on where we've come from and trying not to repeat the uh, mistakes of yesterday so that's kind of what sparked my interest in politics and uh, my grandmother and my mother also kind of encouraged it they're left-wing themselves and uh, I consider myself left-wing as well mm -hmm. and uh, you know, my ma explained the uh, marriage equality referendum to me and uh, it just made sense and uh, from there, I think she kind of regrets it how, you know, seeing my interest in politics, but uh, yeah, that's just a few reasons I got interested in politics. Yeah, and so obviously you're a member of the Young Greens now. What initially sparked your interest not only in them, but then to make the jump to join them? Uh, well, it was during the European elections. I was actually a member of Young Fine Gael at the time, and uh, I, was, I was growing disillusioned, to be honest. And then it was seeing people like Sarah McHugh, who was running in my constituency of Midlands Northwest, and uh, people like Grace O'Sullivan. I remember I was at the uh, Irish Economic Students Union Annual Assembly, and Grace O'Sullivan was speaking there, and I was just taken away. I was like, she's amazing. Hmm. And then seeing Sarah McHugh at that debate, and uh, her really taking down Peter Casey, I was like, they seem like a good party. And, you know, reading more into the party, and then into green politics as a whole. I let my Young Fine Gael membership lapse and I then, after this would have been about a week after the local and European elections, I joined the Young Greens. Like green politics as a philosophy as well, I've always kind of believed in. You know, I was raised to be an environmentalist. My dad would bring me out on litter picks around the estate, I remember when I was little. Like, you know, I'd have the hives and the uh, litter picker and all. And, uh, you know, I've always, had an interest in recycling and all so I'd say I was naturally geared to green politics and just the record of the Green Party as well you know in and out of government you know we fought for civil partnerships and we got those in and really if it wasn't for civil partnerships in the old coalition I don't think marriage equality wouldn't would have been achieved in 2015 civil partnerships was really a, a stepping stone to that 
that we doubled Ireland's renewable energy capacity. We brought in the LeapCAD scheme. We brought in cycle to work. We initiated the process to uh, bring in gender quotas for national elections. So the Green Party has been there as a progressive voice in Irish politics. And I know we're not as well established like other parties like Fianna Gael, Fianna Fáil, Sinn Féin or Labour. But I think that the Irish people are kind of, you know, taking more of a concern of the environment, but also, you know, with the Labour Party kind of going down in popularity, looking for a new progressive party. And that's where I see the Green Party, a progressive left of centre party that I agree with. So that's why I joined. Yeah, so you talked a bit about how you initially got interested in politics due to the March Equality referendum, and then again, why you joined the Greens. So what aspect now in politics is really keeping you involved, not only with the Greens, but in politics in general? Uh, well, kind of encouraging young people to get involved in politics. And, you know, issues like Vote at 16, I have an immense interest in, and you know, civic participation in general. How do we get people interested in politics? How do we get them engaged to ensure that our society is as democratic as possible. So that's why I've been involved with like the climate strikes and all, encouraging young people to have their say, do as much as possible to, uh, you know, have their voice heard because it's unfortunate, you know, I'm in that age back at 16, 17, where a lot of us are politically engaged, but voting age, I don't see uh, it getting reduced anytime soon, unfortunately. Uh, it doesn't seem to be a priority for the two uh, traditionally major parties uh, which is, it's unfortunate because they have a lot of engaged young people that I think would like to see a reduction in voting age so that's really one issue that has kept me engaged in youth politics uh, just but that you know it's just part of the whole grand scheme of things you know more democratic engagement young people having their say and how society can be more representative of people like I'm from Kildare with a third youngest county in the country and yet only one councillor out of 40 is below the age of 24. Mm. That's what we need to change. We need to ensure that politics is more representative of people and that young people have their say in how things are run. So you talked a bit about um, how you were inspired by people in the Green Party such as Thierry McHugh. Uh, speaking on just politicians, not just in your own party, but in parties in general, do you think they're beginning to listen to young people more? And if so, on what topics in particular? I, I think politicians, yeah, are listening to young people more. Now, I've, I've been involved in both Colin and Og and the Irish Second Level Students Union, and there has been some good engagement with politicians. I know with Caller, there's great, uh, there's great communication, really, with local councillors a lot of the time. Uh, some other callers mightn't have as good communication, if you get what I mean. But uh, I think as Ireland's becoming more of a liberal society, you know, we've really progressed in the last 20 odd years. I think politicians are taking the concerns of young people more seriously. I do think that we could do better, obviously. I think that's again where the reduction of voting age would come in. I'd say if we reduce the age of uh, so yeah, if we reduce the voting age to 16, uh, issues like education, funding for youth services, and then the issues that young people consider important, you know, social issues, climate change. I think politicians would take an even greater concern of that because then young people would actually have a say on whether or not they get back in office. Because it's all well and good for politicians to say, oh, I respect your voice. But if you can't vote them in or, in or out of office, then really, and I know this sounds cynical, 
they don't have a reason to listen to you mm-hmm. until you can really, you know, affect whether or not they keep their position. So I think that politicians have been listening to young people a lot more. I do think though that some of them do use young people as token props. I remember the first climate strike back in March of last year on Kildare Street there were politicians going there just you know recording themselves with young people and all kind of using them as props for their little videos on their social media. So some we could do better but we've definitely progressed in how young people and politicians communicate and seeing more young people get involved in politics as well I think is changing the political dynamic. So obviously we've seen massive youth turnout for like the past two major referendums, both marriage equality and the Eighth Amendment. Um, do you think that there is another sort of issue that's going to come uh, to the forefront? And I know yourself being a Green, I think I might know your answer, but is there anything that you think will unite young people again to campaign for something bigger that just doesn't involve party? I definitely think so. Well, if you're guessing my answer was the climate strikes, that's one of them. I think that people have been taking more of a concern of the environment, especially young people. And, you know, talking to friends I have in Young Finnegal and Olga Fina Fall and various left-wing political youth wings, I'm seeing a common trend of people, you know, showing concern about the environment. People do have a different way of going about it, though. You know, I would be more of the uh, viewpoint of, you know, maybe let's not impose carbon taxes on individuals, let's focus on corporations and all others might be more geared to the likes of the carbon tax. But those are differences I think that people are putting aside for the overall goal of real action on the environment and the future for our children and their children. But also another issue I think that will unite people is the issue of direct provision. It's it's an issue that will go down in Irish history as bad as the Magdalene laundries, in my opinion. Ireland, sent people, well, how do I say it? Irish people went around the world seeking refuge during the famine and when the Irish were in poverty. And I think that we owe it to the world to take in people who are seeking safety from poverty, from war. But the direct provision system, you saw Leo Varadkar in the doll saying, oh, you know, it's free accommodation, free housing, free food, free heating and at least we're not shooting people. If the bar is that we're not shooting people, then the bar is fairly low. And I think that people are, you know, really seeing it as a humanitarian human rights issue. It's been condemned by international organizations. And it's really a stain on Ireland's human rights record, especially when we're becoming more of a progressive society. So I think that'll be an issue that will unite young people on both, you know, in it's really uniting the left in a lot of ways, you know, PVP, Labour, Sock Dems and Greens. I don't think I've ever heard anyone on the left say that they're in favour of direct provision. But then talking to people in Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael, a lot of them are against direct provision and think that should be replaced with a uh, non-profit system that, you know, cares for people as opposed to lining the pockets of wealthy business people that own these hotels. So, Climate change and division, those two issues I see young people being united on. Yeah, brilliant. Um, just obviously you're quite young yourself and there's a long way to go in the realm of politics, but where would you see yourself maybe in the future of not just youth politics, but politics in general going? 
Well, look, I, I'm going to be going to university in a year. I definitely will get involved in uh, student union politics. I'm actually looking at applying to DCU as my number one choice on my CAO, but I'm look, also looking at the University of Amsterdam. Uh, but if I don't get that, DCU would be my destination. And uh, definitely will get involved in student union. If I do go to a university in Ireland, if I'm if I go somewhere with our Young Greens branch, hopefully start one there. Mm-hmm. I I think one day I will stand for election. Uh, there's local elections in four years, and uh, my area, I'm in Afai in South Kildare, and uh, the Green Party haven't run in my area since 2004 in the local elections. It's not a very green area. Mm. Uh, it, when you wouldn't consider the Green Party to be a strong force there. And it's unfortunate because I see a lot of opportunity and, you know, talk about sustainable development, creating new green jobs and all. So I, I see myself hopefully maybe even running in the local elections next time around. I'd be going on 21 at the next locals. So, you know, definitely give it a try. And from there, who knows? No. Yeah. Like you said, I'm young. I have a lot of time. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. And it's something I've uh, always kind of tried to mention to people as well as one of the reasons for starting up this series was because I think there is a big gap, especially in local election politics for young people. Uh, I know, especially in my own area, there's no one below the age of 30 who's in the local council. So how are they meant to represent an area specifically in Dublin, which houses a large majority of the youth population of Ireland? So no, I think Paul is what, one of the youngest counties mm, I heard. From, yeah. Yeah one of the youngest and most diverse but yeah we have some of the least diverse and oldest councillors I think as well but uh, that's nothing on them as well obviously they're running for a party that's established and they've been established but it would be nice to get some more younger voices out there Um, you mentioned earlier on that you were also a member of YFG at one stage as well and I, I don't I'm not going to hold on it too long because obviously your views have changed um, but I think it's an important note to touch on as well is that uh, whenever I talk to young people they're a bit concerned about getting into politics because obviously the age bracket for young parties is 15 and up and you know it's easy for you know myself to say because I only got involved two years ago I was at the age of 18 so it'd be easier for someone to say well I don't know if I'd be in the same party when I was 15 as opposed to when I'd be 20 so what would you say to people who are maybe a bit weary about jumping into party politics uh, because they might be worried that their opinion is going to drastically change? Well, it's a valid thought for people to have. Look, I, if I could go back in time, whether or not I would have joined Young Fine Gael, most likely, most likely not. It was definitely a learning curve. It, well, it was an experience, say the least. I've always been on the progressive centre-left mm-hmm. and... It was local politics was one reason I got involved and considering the Green Party wasn't in my area, that's why I joined Young Finnegal. But uh that's water under the bridge now, that was it, that was just over a year ago. So yeah, people who, you know, might be worried about getting involved in youth politics, you know, might want to join a party. You can still be involved in politics. You don't have to be a member of the par- a party. You can get involved with different organizations, different groups. And it's perfectly fine to, you know, know, like your doubts, like, oh, whether or not I'd be in the same party. Because there's two things, either your views change or your party's views change. And those are things we can't account for in the future. So there's no rush to get involved in political parties, in my opinion. There's a lot of meaningful change you can make outside of parties. We've seen that, like, 
the climate strikes, I know I keep referencing them, but a lot of those politically minded young people and members of local parties, they, you know, know what I mean, you don't have to be partisan about your politics either, but it does help sometimes. <laughs> no, but uh, no rush to get involved in a political party you bring, I'd encourage it because honestly, it's great to have that network of young people with a common goal and, you know, a common cause. But if you have hesitations, no rush, to be honest. Just read into the parties, you know, stay true to your principles and go from there. Support people you align with and fight the good fight. So obviously, big the big three parties in regards to both senior and youth politics would be considered to be Sinn Féin, Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael. Um, and obviously there's more periphery parties that are now starting either to establish youth parties or their youth parties are seeing a lot more growth in recent time. Do you find it's difficult to appeal to younger voices in those regards to kind of bring them into these periphery parties such as the Greens, Soft Dems, Labour or are you finding that people are really yearning for this different approach to politics because they feel they'll be more heard in smaller parties? I think it's both. Definitely Fianna Gael, Fianna Fáil and Sinn Féin with their respective youth wings to have an advantage. Uh, they have bigger profiles and are, you know, having elected representatives in almost every constituency around the country for all those parties is an advantage. I think for the younger, well, for the uh, smaller parties, uh, Sock Dems, Labour, Greens, PBP, uh, it is harder, though for others, I think the likes of the young Greens would have an advantage. You know, we did really see an uptake in membership uh, recently at Freshers. In 2019, you know, we've we've really just started up in some places and we've grown from there. Mm -hmm. And that's during part to the likes of the Green Wave last year and uh, the growing concern for the environment. So we would have that advantage there. I think, though, a lot of people do, how do I say this, aren't happy with the big three, you know, of Sinn Féin, Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael. if you ask me which one I like the most, I don't think I could, you know, give you an answer that a majority of people would like. <laughs> but uh, I think a lot of people would agree with me on that, where people are looking for, you know, a different voice. And I think smaller parties do represent that voice, you know, true progressive ideals, you know, be it with Labour, their philosophical view of, you know, workers' rights and all. I'm not going to say whether or not they've still stayed aligned to that in recent years. Uh, The SOC Dems representing a sort of new form of progressive politics where they've come from recently. The Greens being about ecology, sustainability, PVP, you know, having a lot of, you know, activism behind them. I think a lot of young people do appeal to that. Please. Fuck you, Deputy Stein.